Welcome to the Double X Podcast. This is Ainsley. And Monacy. And you're listening to the podcast where we talk about all the girl stuff no one talks about. Everything from confidence to periods. From business to social justice. Girls, this is the place for you. Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode. On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about the basics of biohacking. And just to preface the episode, we want to start by saying that we are both in no way professionals. We are not doctors, professionals, or OBGYNs. We are literally just two teenage girls in high school that have utilized this method to get in sync with their cycles and just optimize our life in a reproductive system for overall success. So jumping right into it, we wanted to give you guys the definition of biohacking because biohacking is a really big word and it sounds all scientific and crazy, but in all honesty, it's really simple. It's just incorporating aspects into your life, keeping track of your cycle, optimizing your lifestyle and your nutrition, your exercise, your sleep, every aspect of your lifestyle in order to be in sync with your reproductive system and your menstrual cycle. And so It sounds really broad, but there's a lot of ways to approach it, and we're going to get into that in this episode. Exactly. I remember when Monacy first told me about biohacking, I had no clue what she meant, and I was just kind of going along with the conversation, struggling to follow along. But then she recommended the book, In the Flow, by Elisa Biddy, and I'm forever grateful that she lent me that book because it honestly has changed my life. And we are here to give some insight into that for you guys. And I wanted to kind of start off with some statistics related to women and women's bodies. So to start off, 5 million women suffer from polycystic ovary syndrome. 70 to 80 percent of women develop fibroids by age 50. One in 10 women suffer from endometriosis during reproductive years. 9 to 14 out of 100 women have heavy periods. 10% of women experience period pain so intense that they can't perform everyday routines. 12% of women of reproductive age have difficulty getting pregnant. About 600,000 women undergo a hysterectomy every year. Women are five to eight times more likely to have a thyroid problem. More than 75% of all people diagnosed with autoimmune diseases are women. As many as 50 million women suffer from one or more neglected chronic pain conditions. Women are twice as likely to have chronic fatigue syndrome. Women account for 90% of all people with fibromyalgia. 85% of chronic migraine sufferers are women. Two thirds of Alzheimer's disease patients are women. Women in childbearing years are twice as likely as men to develop anxiety disorder. And one in eight women experience depression in their lifetime which is twice the rate of men. These statistics are honestly crazy. I mean, I think both of us got a lot of these statistics from In the Flow and made a list of them, especially the ones that stood out to us. But there's so many more numbers associated with women and women's health. And it's insane to think women face all of these problems from thyroid issues to autoimmune diseases to fatigue to fertility problems. It's crazy, and I feel like that's more the reason we need to be aware of our reproductive systems and our cycles. Yeah, exactly. The first step of getting in sync with your cycle is definitely to be aware of where you are and how you're feeling. 
for me, I know that was a big issue for me. And that was the hardest part was just getting in sync with how my body's feeling and what my body's telling me to do. Because I am one of those people who wants to get everything done and wants to have the hardest workout every day. But it's just a matter of realizing that I need to listen to my body and stop when it tells me to stop. Exactly. I think self-understanding is totally the first step because a lot of girls, teenage girls, women, whatever age you might be at, don't even get a period or a regular period. And it's so hard to even track your cycle and optimize your lifestyle when you don't get a period or you don't know what's happening. And obviously, if you're on birth control or if you don't get it for some other reason, that's another issue. But I know for me, I didn't get my period for a really long time just because of an eating disorder I had and just a lot of struggles. And so for me, it's still a struggle to get a regular period. And so for me, I guess my goal is to get a regular period. And so the optimization of my lifestyle is centered around getting a regular period. So I'm trying to be really consistent with my lifestyle in order to get that period. Whereas for some women, it might be to have a less painful period or to have be able to, I guess, do more on their period and not be limited to just a lot of pain and discomfort during their period. So I guess it kind of depends on your end goal. And from there, you can kind of break down where you're at in relation to that. It also doesn't just affect your period. It affects pretty much your whole cycle. It is a 28-day cycle that affects everything in your life. And these biohacking and these tips and tricks that we're giving you are going to be very helpful to maximize every day. Exactly. The whole purpose of biohacking is to optimize the entirety of your life cycle, not just when you're on your period. So when you know you are ovulating or when you're about to get your period or right after you have your period, you want those periods of your life to be as smooth as they possibly can and maximize your state during those times in order to leverage your success. There's going to be some days where you just aren't going to be able to do as much, where you're going to be more tired, some days where you're going to be more creative. And those are scientifically proven. Scientifically proven, like Yancy was saying earlier, you can't expect your body to do the same thing every day because biologically, we just aren't wired that way. You can't do the same things you can when you're on your period as you can when you're off of it or as you can on like the third day of your cycle versus the 27th day of your cycle your body's completely different at different stages of your cycle and understanding that is the first step to biohacking and changing aspects of your lifestyle in order to fuel you for success so i know you've done a lot of research on this and written a few articles about this so would you mind telling our listeners the different stages of your cycle and how that affects you Yeah, I'd love to start. So basically, we have four stages of our menstrual cycle. The first is the follicular phase. The second is the ovulatory phase. The third is the luteal phase. And the fourth is the menstrual stage. So the follicular stage, which is the first seven to 10 days of your cycle, is actually when your creativity and planning is the most optimal. Because during this period, your estrogen rises and your brain's working memory capacity is enhanced. So basically you have a higher ability to handle complex processing tasks and allocate your time towards mentally challenging assignments because during this period, your brain is more naturally inclined to solve problems, strategize and plan versus, I guess, sit down and get down to business and just work for long periods of time. And during this time, your hormonal levels also spark creativity and enthusiasm. So you'll probably find you have more energy and 
more ambition during this phase. And this is definitely an ideal time to leverage your energy and take on more exciting and challenging tasks or have brainstorming sessions and things of that sort. Your ovulatory phase, which is the next three to four days of your cycle, are when your communication and collaboration are enhanced. So just as like a brief overview, your ovulatory phase is actually when the egg is traveling from your ovaries through your fallopian tubes to the uterus. There is a rise in estrogen during this period, which increases synaptic connections in the brain. And it actually boosts mental sharpness, creativity, and communication skills. And you really want to leverage these three to four days by planning important conversations, communicating with people, and just, I guess, going out and being more active and sharing your voice because this is the period where you can convey your opinions most clearly and effectively. And during this period, your physical energy is also at one of its highest points. And I, this is definitely a time where you can take on more taxing activities. The luteal phase, which is the third phase, is the second half of the cycle, 10 to 14 days. And during this period, it's called the completion and detail phase because as your progesterone hormone rises during this period, your energy begins to turn in, begins to turn inwards and you are naturally more introspective during this period. Most often you'll be drawn to noticing more details and taking on responsibilities that might be more technical. And also you'll have a natural desire to wrap up projects and bring things to completion because your energy expenditure is going to lower. So you'll have a lot more focus and it's important to stay focused on finishing important tasks versus exhausting yourself with a wide range of activities. So making sure you really get into that flow state. And the last period of your menstrual cycles, of course, menstruation, which lasts three to seven days on average in most women. And this is kind of deemed the analysis and reflection period. So those are kind of the dominant desires during this phase because the communication between both hemispheres of the brain is strongest during this time. So during this introspective period, you should make sure to take advantage of your time to kind of just check in with yourself all aspects of your life, your role within them, whether your professional life, your home life, personal life, and just understanding any factors that might be causing you to feel uncertain, confused, or stressed about in your work, personal, social life, and just evaluating how you can act on them and maybe what changes you might need to make. And so these are kind of all phases that are dictated by your changing hormone levels and something to keep in mind when hearing these I guess, different phases and what you're better at and worse at during these phases is understanding that this applies to people with a regular menstrual cycle. I know like for me, when I still get my period every two to three months versus every month, I can't really rely on these phases per se, because I'm not sure which phase I am in all the time. So I think before you begin biohacking and optimizing your life for analysis during like your menstruation phase or your creativity during your follicular phase, you have to understand that optimizing your body to get a regular menstrual cycle is really, really important for all aspects of your life. If you don't have a very regular period, there are still some things you can do to maximize your day and to kind of get in the flow and get more in sync with your cycle than you were before. And you may not necessarily know what cycle you are in or what phase you are in, but there are just a few things that you can do at the end of the day that might help you kind of realize 
or get in check with your body. So everything in your life really plays into this schedule and into these phases. And it's important to really maximize what you can do during these cycles. And to do that, you have to really pay attention to the way you diet, the way you work out, and the way your workload is. It's important to just match those up with your cycle. So dieting has very serious effects on your body. And most diets that people do, they may help you lose weight, but in the end, they can make your cycle very vulnerable. So it's important to remain consistent, as consistent as you can with these cycles to really maximize everything you can do with your body. And to do that, you have to pay attention to your dieting, your sleeping, your workload, your exercise, pretty much every aspect of your life. And there are different diets and different workouts that you should do based on where you are in your cycle. I know for me, I like, I expect myself to be able to work out, do cardio and strength and hit hard every day. And that's just not possible scientifically. I cannot do that every day. So I have learned that it's more important to do cardio and maybe more intense workouts in the first two phases of your cycle. And then in the second two phases of your cycle, it's more important to do strength and resistance training and especially in the menstrual cycle it's important to take a break when your body tells you to because if you don't you can definitely be doing some damage there exactly i think biohacking the key aspect of biohacking is all about just remaining consistent and doing what you can whenever you can like ainsley said you can't expect to push yourself really hard on all of your workouts every single day you can expect to run three miles every single day. Some days you're going to run four miles. Some days you're going to run two miles. Some days you're going to run one mile. It's just doing what you can, but making sure you're consistent with it. And that's a really key aspect because I know Ainsley's very consistent with her workouts. And even if she's feeling down, she'll manage to do something. And that's still something I'm working on because I am not the most consistent with my workouts. And even with diet, dieting is kind of a tricky subject because people have so many different diets and A lot of dieting is centered around losing weight, but it's important to remember that your body needs weight. And while it might be healthy for you to lose some weight, your diet should be optimized around your cycle where you're not starving yourself and yo-yo dieting, you know, starving yourself during some periods and then eating a lot during some periods. It's important to just remain consistent with that as well, because I know for me with dieting, when I did go through an eating disorder, I had a really, really irregular period. And when I would get it, I'd get really intense cramps. And the only thing I really changed about my life was my diet. And I know that a lot of women and a lot of girls with eating disorders struggle with the same thing. It's really important to keep in mind that being as consistent with you can with with your diet is only going to serve you well and making sure that you have a balance between food groups as always just making sure you're being consistent and you're making healthy choices whenever you can, but also treating yourself so that you don't go through a spiral of eating a lot of junk food and then eating really healthy, because that's something I think all of us kind of struggle with. Yeah, we definitely all struggle with inconsistency. It's just a very human thing to do is to just be inconsistent. And it's important that you make sure that consistency is the one thing that you can count on. It is the one thing that you can do every day that really will help you in the long run. 
because inconsistency inconsistency can really add up over time and you can actually do a lot of damage to your body. I think the fact of the matter when it comes down to biohacking is there's no one way to biohack. Biohacking is literally just paying attention to your body, your menstrual cycle, your reproductive cycle, and just seeing how you can optimize your lifestyle year round to make your daily life in sync with that cycle and as optimal as it can be for you. So you're going to have to experiment and find the diet that serves you the best and find an exercise routine that you can count on and that serves you well and finding a sleep cycle that aligns with both your work and your professional career and your personal life, but also benefits your health. So you're getting enough sleep and you're getting the sleep that you need to be getting and even emotionally making sure that you are in check and you're not severely upset or facing a lot of symptoms during certain stages of your cycle or during certain periods of your life because that alters your menstrual cycle and your reproductive cycle more than you might expect. So just making sure your lifestyle is in check is the biggest aspect of biohacking. Just making sure your lifestyle is in check and being consistent with the lifestyle you choose. Our action items for this week will definitely be getting more in contact with your body and just listening to your body. So to do that, we are going to have to journal at the end of the day and kind of take stock of our energy and keep track of how many times we said yes when we really meant no. And another thing that I've found really helpful is to take one thing off your to-do list and resist that urge to fill that space with something else. I know it's really hard. Another thing you can do is to do nothing for half an hour or just do something simple like take a walk or catch up with a friend. And those are just some simple things you can do to get more intact with your body and how you're feeling for the day. Yeah, making sure that you are in check with yourself. And even if you don't feel like you need time with yourself, giving yourself that time with yourself is only going to serve you well in the long term because we never really know how much space and time we need until we're at a breaking point. Just make sure you're consistent with it and try to do it every night this week and see how it goes for you. But thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you gained some value out of it and we hope you enjoyed listening to us. Thank you. See you guys next week. Take care.